Howdy folks, welcome to Living with a Genius. I'm your host, Omar Crook. On this episode, I have working actress Carla Jimenez. She's been in all sorts of shows. She just landed a great part on a new series called The Mick. She's currently a voice actress on Puss in Boots with Jayma Mays, and she uh, has been in all sorts of feature films, including Nacho Libre, um, opposite Jack Black, and she was also one of the sisters in the M. Night Shyamalan movie Lady in the Water, which I, I kind of liked. Actually, I really liked it. I liked it a lot more than uh, I think any of my friends did. But And not, not just because I know Carla. I thought it was a pretty cool movie. Anyway, that's kind of beside the point. I really like Carla. I've known Carla for, for about 10 years now. And uh, we've kind of lost touch over the last couple years since I had kids. And, you know, life just kind of gets in the way. So it was really nice catching up with her. Um, she has great stories about how she got into acting and uh, what it's like being a working actress here in Los Angeles. So I hope you find the interview interesting. I sure did. And I want to thank you once again for listening. Thank you. So um, thanks for coming over, first of all. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, it's been, I how? It's like we just said downstairs, it's been a couple years. Yeah, at least. And when I met you, mm-hmm. so first of all, I've known you for a long time. I've known <laughs> you for like 10 years, almost. I would say, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and when, so I've got a lot of questions that I don't, I don't know the answers to actually. Oh, um, awesome! I did a little research. I try not to do much. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but it kind of mm-hmm. meanders, and I, I uh, don't really know what I'm doing most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to continue on that theme today. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I looked. Uh, I didn't know that you were born in L.A. First of all. Yeah, born and raised here. Um, yeah. And I know that you started, let's see, 10. So when I first met you, mm-hmm. you'd been you'd only been acting for a few years, really. I mean, like five years. Well, professionally. I mean, right. I had been acting since high school. That's and what then, I wanted to ask. Yeah. yeah. So how did that start? Well, um, it actually went as far back as junior high, but okay. I was just singing. And um, I always thought that I'd just be singing because... That's what everybody always said. They're like, oh, you're a good singer. You're a good singer. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I got into high school and started doing plays and things mm-hmm. like that. And um, it just kind of grew from there. And every every time I'd get a show, it would be a play instead of a musical. And yeah. I was always bummed because I was like, I want to do a musical. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then actually um, I started doing um, these vaudeville type shows uh-huh. in Moore Park called the Moore Park This was after, was this between high school and college or were you? Yes, this uh-huh. is literally like when I was 18, okay. turning 18. Okay. Me and uh, one of my really good friends, um, we started doing the Moore Park melodrama and vaudeville company shows. Okay. And they were really fun and you would uh, cheer the you know hero and you would boo the villain. And if a cute girl came out, you would say humana, humana. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun. Is it, it was, still going on? Is that still a thing? Or You know, it's not the same incarnation as when it first started. Like now they actually put on real shows like Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, I see. I see. Right. But back then we were doing, my very first show was Aladdin and his magical lamp. <laughs> And there would be this uh, 40s, 50s vaudeville act that would happen after the show. Yeah, yeah. And it would be all musical numbers set to kind of like the Arabian Nights theme. So were you always a singer? I mean, it's as far back as you can remember? Yes, I always liked to sing. And your folks, were they in showbiz at all? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's in showbiz. Nobody. um, What did your parents do? My... 
my mom was a housewife. Uh-huh. I mean, when she first came to this country, she was a nanny. Uh-huh. And then um, she moved to L.A. She met my dad. My dad um, worked for the same company for I don't even know how many years. I mean, he retired from yeah, it. Yeah, wow. But it was... Um, it was an engineering and they would do computer parts and things like that. And oh. he worked from like the stock room all the way up to manager purchasing when he left. And wow. so, yeah. And we lived in Simi Valley since I was five years old. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they, nobody. Um, and they encouraged you, you know, with acting and singing? They or? encouraged, they didn't um, really think about the acting. They just encouraged the singing. They wanted me to be an opera singer. You're kidding. No, they huh. always wanted me to sing. My dad. He was a fan. He was a fan. He would he he point he would point at me and be like, "Just do Phantom of the Opera." I mean, I know it's a light up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he would yeah. be like, "Do that," and it was like that's <laughs> like a monkey. I'd be like, "All right," and <laughs> and I you know I wanted to make him happy because he he loves music. They both do. They love music. Yeah. They my dad loves old movies and things like that, and that was the other thing I was really grateful for is that I'd be in my room and he'd yell for me to come out, and then he'd be like, "Carla." Who's that? And I'd be like, Gene Kelly. And he'd be like, okay, who's that? I'd be like, Donald O'Connor. <laughs> and if I didn't know somebody, he would tell me what they were in. And they'd be like, okay, get out of here. And I'd run. I'd just go away. And I'm like eight years old, you that know? That is amazing. But I was, it gave me such an appreciation. Yeah, and it seemed like, I bet it just seemed like a normal thing that people do, you know? Yeah. I kind of demystified it from a really early age. Very much That's so. a big advantage, you know? I think so. Because I feel like it opened me up. And I had sisters. I have sisters mm-hmm. who are six, seven, and eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about that is I got to listen to an array of music. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like Tiffany when I was in junior, right, you know, I right. got to listen to The Cure and The Smiths and, you know, everything. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing this show uh, on Moore Park. Yeah. And uh, how did you, where did you go from there? Did you go to college? No, I never. I, well, I went to college for one semester. Yeah, yeah. And I took the most I, mean, I wasn't successful in college either so you're, you're preaching to the choir but i literally <laughs> i literally took anthropology and pottery uh, yeah, like yeah. where's that gonna get okay. me well. <laughs> you know if they need me to study monkeys while making a clay pot i mean i guess i'm set but <laughs> so it was it was something i thought i had to do and then once i got there i was like what am i yeah I exactly can't. yeah i felt the same way and you know the thing about the arts too in mm-hmm. general is that i feel like it's, I've always akin it to making cabinets. You know, if you yeah. want to make great cabinets, you have to get some wood and just start making cabinets. Yeah. The, the more, I mean, you can read about making cabinets and mm-hmm. you can study people who have made cabinets in the past, but really what we do is kind of hands-on, blue collar, yeah. hard work, um, practice on the job type, type Very stuff. Very much so. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody, you know, there are people that are going to argue, like, oh, I went to college and I studied this. And I'm like, whatever, whatever gets you there. Is, yeah. But I personally feel that, like, for me, it had to be watching. It had to be looking at other people and seeing the way they moved or what joke worked. And, right, right. And I would, I would learn from that. Right, right, right. So, so you, how did you get into it? Did you just start auditioning when you were 18, 19 years old? How did you... You know, I I had um, a good friend of mine. Her name's Kristen. And she, uh, one day she was like, Carla, she's like, you need to branch out. Mm Because I was stuck in Moore Park and I was doing all these shows. And I loved it. You were living on your own? No, I was still with my parents. You were still at home? Uh Uh-huh. But like, um, she was just like, just go to Glendale. Just go to Glendale Center Theater. There's a bigger, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, whatever. So I... um, 
I did. I took her advice and I went to Glendale and did uh, South Pacific. Uh-huh. And I got Bloody Mary. Uh-huh. And I was excited about that. So and that you was, were how old? Like 19? I'm going to say like that. Um, by the time that happened, I was like 20. 22 uh-huh 22 because uh-huh. like there was yeah there was a couple years there i stuck at the melodrama i actually even moved to chicago for a year you did yeah just on your own with a friend of mine mm-hmm. um because i wanted to go to new york but i was too scared of new york mm-hmm. so i went to chicago i actually took opera lessons uh-huh and um and I just, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, this isn't, I love the place. Chicago was awesome. Yeah, great city. Isn't it? I, everybody is so nice. And I, I had know, a great right? time. Um, my biggest regret is not getting uh, stock in Starbucks. Uh, I, was, I was with them as a startup. You're kidding. No. And I was, I was so young. Then I was like 19 that I said, oh, I don't need that. Yeah. What? I know. I could How did chill. that happen? Well. I mean, I, how'd you get involved with that? Oh, no. Um, in Chicago, they were just starting up there. They were just popping and they were like, uh, I saw it in the paper. It's a good yeah. uh, opportunity to work for a growing coffee company. Yeah. It no, I had never heard of Starbucks. And so you joined them as an employee and they give you stock. They gave me full medical coverage, yeah. stock options, and um, and a pound of coffee a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I take that yeah. deal now. I know. <laughs> I'll just take the coffee now. Wow. Um, yeah. And then when I left, I think they just gave me a buyout like they gave me a couple hundred yeah and i was like okay yeah. and dumb and it would worth it'd be worth uh, yeah you know tons and tons i know oh well I know. but well. it's okay it's okay that's neither here nor there yeah 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 so you're in chicago and then, okay and uh, then i just came back home you didn't find any work or what was the problem N- um no i was working a lot but not doing what i wanted i, I was see. literally just either going to opera lessons or working at um, Food Life, which is this restaurant. I see. And then I'd go to Warner Brothers, which was uh, this store, this huge uh, store in Michigan Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two story. Yeah. And I just, that's just, all I did. That's it. That's it. And no, no performing. No performing at all. Hmm. And I just wasn't. Is that why you went out there, though? It was. It was. It, it just w- didn't pan out. I thought maybe I'd do theater, you know, because I wanted, I wanted to do theater. Yeah. Theater is where I wanted to be. Yeah. And um, and that's why I was like, oh, I'll do theater here. I know they have the Steppenwolf. I know there's, mm-hmm. you know, th- so it just didn't pan out. Okay. And I came home. You came and, home. Um, and then, like I said, I was I was doing these shows again because it was easy to go to the melodrama and mm-hmm. perform. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, my friend Kristen told me go to Glendale. And on the last day of my show, um, a manager saw or agent saw me, mm-hmm. and she signed me. And, and from there, I started uh, just getting like a little bit of work here yeah. and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she was great. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was... So uh, were you were you yeah. like on the verge of quitting at all? Or were you still... Have you ever, because I've gone through periods where oh. I just think, oh my God, I just don't want to do this anymore. Were you there at that point when you came back from Chicago? Or were you still kind of fired up by the whole prospect? Um, I think... That helped that um, that I got I got an agent like out of that show. Yeah. But there was yes, there was a weird moment where when that happened, I was working. I had come back here mm-hmm. and I started working as a manager in um, like, let's say you wanted to order shoes online. Yeah. Yeah. You would call the 800 number and it would come to our call, call center. Mm-hmm. And so I was like running that. I was like a manager for that. Mm-hmm. And. 
I would try to get off work to go do stuff and people would always say to me, oh, I think it's cute that you want to do this, but you're not going to really do it, are you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't look like a leading actress and this. So it kind of beat me down a little. And yeah. um, and my dad, who is always pro work, you work, you work. Yeah. He said to me out of nowhere, just quit your job. And I go, but dad, it's good money. Like, cause I was making pretty good money. Yeah, he goes, uh, you're not happy. He saw where it was going. He's like, you're not happy. And no joke. I quit my job. I was moving into an apartment with my sister that was like expensive at the time. Mm -hmm. And I had no way to pay for it except for the little teeny bit of savings. And two weeks, um, two weeks later, I got a national commercial. What? Yeah. Wow. I got my first national commercial. What was that for? It was for Ameritrade. Okay. And then how is this for like, it's meant to happen. The apartment I lived in, it was shooting at the end of the block. What? Yeah. Because it took place in this nail salon and there was a nail salon on Ventura that was at the end of the block. Uh-huh. And that's where I was going to shoot my first national. And you had dialogue? And I had, yeah. Do you yeah. remember it? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because by the time, by the time they uh, showed the commercial... I think I was just making like ooh and ah noises, but they were like, it doesn't matter if your face shows on yeah. camera, you, you get the full amount. That's no right. Matter what. How long so, did it run? Do you remember? Um, I mean, did it, it ran, ended up being a, did it end up being a, something that kind of floated you for a while? Oh God. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like, I don't even know. It was like thousands. Like it definitely commercials are the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> if right. You can, if you can make it happen, it's like a little unicorn that just, you can mount it and ride it for a couple I of know, months true. of rent. And yeah. you know, but yeah, no, it, it told me that where I was going was right for me. Okay. And I never, I still, for the first couple of years in that time, I still took jobs. Uh -huh. I still, I worked at Starbucks. I worked at Coffee Bean. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, I took nanny jobs. But, like, I knew that that's the path I wanted. Yeah. But it was this, was this little weird moment of just thinking. It was never like this is going to stop entirely. But it did, I did get beat down. And my dad telling me to quit that job, like. That was the thing that, that, was that, the thing that, that, that tilted it. everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then from there, so you got the commercial. And did yeah. you get, does that lead to other work sometimes? Or are they just kind of one at a time where you just have to get each single project as they come? I mean, did um, that lead directly into something else or? No, no. no. Mm -hmm. So, so I got that commercial. It helped me. Well, I, I feel like, I feel like I always had people tapping me on the shoulder. Like mm -hmm. I always had this guy that I don't know how, but when I was at Glendale, mm -hmm. I had another friend kind of, um, say to me, Hey, you need to go out for this show at the Moore Park Mel. I mean, at the um, Mark Taper Forum. Uh huh. And I wasn't union. Okay. I was doing non-union, and it was you know all union shows. Sure. So I was like, no, there's no way, there's no way, and you know, um, it was just it was it was this one friend you might know him, Reggie DeLeon. Oh sure. Yeah, he, you know, he had the advertisement and he's calling. He's like, Carla, come on, come on, and I did it. And I got chosen. What was it for? It was called Black Butterfly. And it was at the Mark Taper. It was not only at the Mark Taper. We toured the, um, we toured the, we took it to schools. We did the Mark Taper. We did the um, Kennedy Center. What? Yeah. And. Um, on a Taft-Hartley. On, no, that, 
Yo, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I was Taft Hartley into it. Unbelievable. Um, and and I was Taft Hartley into my first commercial too. You're kidding? No. So you only that's, had one left after these two. I ones. know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And uh, yeah, so um, it just I feel like people were always there, like just watching over me and and telling me move, move, and I would move when they tell me to because I'm yeah, like, yeah. there's something that says do that. Yeah. But. That's kind of what propelled it was just doing the Mark Taper because I met all these new people. I started working at South Coast and then um, at South Coast Rep, South Coast Repertory. Jeez. I did a show called La Posada. Wow. It ran for like for me because the show ran. I don't even know, like I think 10 years, but I was with it for four or five. Really? Yes. Every season, every every Christmas. Man, that's a great gig. too. Oh, yeah. And it was there that one of my friends in the show brought his agent who I now have Sid Levine and I've been with him ever since that was like 2001 and he saw me and he's like I want you You're and I was kidding. like I would love to go yeah yeah and he's worked out great it's worked out amazing so when I when I met you you had just done uh Lady in the Water I think Wasn't it yeah that was a, a little bit after that? yeah I I had been with him about Four years. When Four that years. Happened. And did you do more commercial work before you started getting into film, or were you? I just... did one or two other commercials. I did like a Spanish Snickers commercial, uh-huh. and one other one I can't remember, but that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I was doing little TV shows here and there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then I got Lady in the Water. I'm was that was that like the big? What was the big? Uh, looking back now, what was the big turn for you in your career as far as film goes? Was it film? Nacho Libre or was Nacho that, Libre. That was the big. Yeah, because that was La- a big role. Lady in the Water was awesome, and I got to be in Philadelphia for like I don't even know five or six weeks. Uh huh. Um, and M Night Shyamalan was like so nice. Yeah, so was he incredibly nice? Just nice to work. I with? I loved him. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was a great guy to work with. Uh huh. And I hadn't even gone home from. It was like at the tail end of that where I found out about Nacho Libre, and mm-hmm. then I went immediately about a month later to Mexico uh-huh. and started filming in Mexico. And again, another amazing director, Jared Hess. Yeah, yeah, Jack Black. Loved it. Jack Black, I uh, I will always thank him, Jack Black, because my first day on set, you know, I'm in Mexico and I'm kind of scared and we're going to film and yeah. it's him. Yeah. And he came over to me and said, hi, I'm Jack. And it just, it put me at ease. And it was like the nicest thing anybody could ever do. That is so nice. I think that like if you can help someone out like that by just saying hello right. and being welcoming. I found that to be the case you know. with the the people that I work with at least. Though you, you know, f- for instance, um, you know, like Placido. Placido oh. Domingo is so – I feel like the higher up you get in, in your field, yeah. the um, more confident people yes. are. And those people – tend to not have chips on their shoulders. And yeah. I, I think more often than not, at least in music, I found mm-hmm. that those people are always the, you know, he always comes and says hi to me. Whenever I'm singing a role, mm. he'll come and if he's in the show, if we're in the show together, we'll sit and talk yeah. and stuff before our cues. And, and he always compliments people uh, on their mm-hmm. singing. It's the same type of thing. I mean, I, I made my debut like, you yeah. know, with Placido and he did that for me too. And I, I feel the same way. It uh, takes nothing to nothing. be nice to a person exactly. and to welcome them into your house, you know. It's but it's everything to them. It's you know to me that was everything. Uh, right. And you know sometimes I feel like some people don't realize that, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, after Lady and after Nacho Libre, yeah, you kind of just have been working ever since. Yeah, it's been steady. I think 
Lady in the Water and Nacho Libre were basically the end of any um, day job. That was like 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because the last big push I had at the Mark Taper was I got to do House of Bernarda Alba with Cheetah Rivera. Uh And and that I I think I was still working or had just quit my last day job uh-huh. but it all happened kind of in succession you know like it right yeah uh-huh and did you did you ever have um i don't know like the roles that you play are are mm-hmm. very similar to one another yeah there i mean you know i get i get a lot of nurse i get a lot of nanny yeah. Yeah. um i was lucky enough um when did you my, my question is when sure. did you decide to go in that direction and to kind of hone in on that because it seems to have been very yeah. good for you. Well, um, I guess it's not so much. I try to, I try to be as all over the map of as course. possible. Sure. Um, you know, I played a scientist. <laughs> I, um, it's, um, is it a, is it a product of what, like I, once you get pigeonholed, is that is that kind of what happens? Yeah, you you know so that happens to me. I mean, that happens in the way you know. Yeah, well. I mean it's hard because I'm a character actress and I'm Latina, and um, there's certain roles that you get, and sometimes people break out and they go out of the box. Like I said in mm-hmm. the show Better Off Ted, I got to play a wacky scientist, and that mm-hmm. was awesome. And mm-hmm. um, and I think um, it's about like what the roles have to offer, like when I did Raising Hope, yeah. um, you know, I got to play like the boss of this cleaning company and, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's a maid, but she's like really quirky and she gets to say fun things and she, mm-hmm. you know, so I guess to me, as long as it's not something that's demeaning me, I that's don't, right. I don't mind. And I, I find it actually fun because I keep a lot of my mom, you know, when I'm doing these roles, I think of her, I'll ask her something and just listen to her talk. Yeah. And then I take that with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it doesn't bother me cause it just, it just makes me, uh, I mean, I'm working, I'm, I'm liking the things I'm doing. Yeah. It's fun. So do I have to play them a lot? Yeah. But do I mind actually? No, that's right. Cause they're, you know, I think that's really important. I, I think, um, a lot of actors make the mistake of trying to be, too many things for too many people. Yeah. And I think the, the, the actors that work nonstop for their entire careers are the character actors. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the, you know, I think making $20 million of film <laughs> is tough, but yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll make, you'll produce 10 times the work. Yeah. So I see, I mean, I see the trade off as well. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, mm-hmm. I, I have been able to be happy about this business like for majority of the part, because I've never had that fear that like a leading actress will have or a leading man has, you know, like I, I've been never told, I've never been told that you can't do this because of this. Right. I've only been told your time hasn't come yet mm-hmm. because you'll grow into your role. You'll get older and you'll still, they'll still be there. That's right. So I'm very fortunate. I see that and I keep right. that in mind. Well, and what it takes is grit too. I think yeah. the thing that separates the, the people who make it and the people who don't are is just the grit to stick it out. Yeah. I mean, it's a war of attrition. Like if it you're is. the last, if you're like the last type yeah. standing that of the things that you do, mm-hmm. those are the roles you're going to get. And yeah. that's not, that's not a bad thing. I yeah. mean, um, I, I, I feel like you're not, um, the type, the type of work that you do isn't subject to trend, isn't subject mm-hmm. to anything, uh, outside of the drama, which is, yeah, it's always needed 
I think it's a great thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you, so Nacho Libre, and then what was the next big thing that you were the excited to do? The next big thing after Nacho Libre, because there's there was like stuff in between, mm -hmm. but I feel like the next big turn was Desperate Housewives. Uh huh. And that was a that was a long gig for you. That was like yeah, four or five episodes, uh -huh. and it was a big plot line, and um, I feel like I got so much out of that, and I, I came away with the best story from it because what happened? well um i went to audition for mark cherry and well actually i went to the regular audition first mm -hmm. and then like just the open call just, type thing no 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 I like mean, they I set see. up the they producer set session i understand yeah and then you were way bit yeah sorry i don't know how <laughs> no, that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um no so they set up the regular audition sure. and then um i left and i was like okay whatever and and I get a call saying that I have to come back immediately. Like, I think it was the next day I hadn't heard anything and I was going to my parents' house in see me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I get a call that I have to come back and I'm like, Oh no. Cause you know, it's in studio city and, mm -hmm. and, um, just the drive. And I, I, so I raced back and, and Mark Cherry's there and I do the scenes for him. And, Halfway through the second scene, he slams his hand on the table and he goes, that's it. You're hired. Whoa. And I and everybody in the room was like looking at him like, you know, just just in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that happened. And um, Scott Jenkinger, who's the casting director, he was so sweet. And he's like, you know, he's never done that. And, and that's amazing. And. I, you know, he, I ended up, I love Mark. He was like, you know, people were like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, you should be, he's, he's, he can be a little intimidating. Uh -huh. and I loved him. Yeah. He was, yes, he was awesome. And it was a great experience. The cast was nice. Everything. Loved him. I mean, loved him. Ava Longoria. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. Uh, awesome. That's so fantastic. much fun. Yeah. And then what was next? What happened after that? Boy, um, how <laughs> to dress for housewives. Um, I want to get to the, I mean, I want to see how you basically, I want to yeah. get to how you got into animated. Oh, movies. okay. So, um, so basically after just for housewives was, I believe that was raising hope. Uh huh. I think so. Uh huh. Um, and then it, as I'm doing raising hope, I get a call. I started getting a call. Well, I got a call out of the blue for Archer. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to audition. They were mm -hmm. like, um, we just want to hear your voice. And we heard, we saw your demo reel. We want to, you know. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. And I went down and put my voice on tape. And they said, okay, you got it. You know, you got the job. We want to give you this guest star in this episode. Yeah. And it ended up being um, Coyote Ugly. And, <laughs> <laughs> and my role was Mercedes Moreno. And uh -huh. she was this coyote. And she was uh -huh. getting, you know, smuggling people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was like about, yeah, it was like me. It, the cool thing is about doing things like this is that when you book something, sometimes they'll be like, well, where does she want to go do her voice thing? Like, there's no set place. Uh -huh. They'll take studios around the city and uh -huh. just be like, okay, we'll put you in here. So I showed up to a studio in Hollywood and they patched in, you know, the creator and the director and, uh -huh. and they were with me for a little over an hour and we were doing this. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the first time I had ever done it and it was great. And in the middle of it, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm talking and I'm, you know, kind of like this uh -huh. and, uh -huh. you know, she's talking like this and they had a question. I go, Oh yes. <laughs> and they went, wait a minute. Where did Carla go? And I go, no, this is my real voice. And they're like, 
they're like, you sound like a valley girl. <laughs> and I said, yeah, like totally for sure. So it was, it was very funny. But um, after that, um, I would get these random invites to just come audition for things. And I thought that was so amazing because you know, I don't know if you know, but how hard it is to break into that voiceover. Yeah animated oh my gosh you know i do it's... i do lots of singing for animated films oh. for some reason it's it's always animated like sequels okay that I get. <laughs> i'm like the king of the twos and threes <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you rule your genre you rule i mean it. the straight to dvd stuff is yeah. my bad <laughs> you hear that everyone no. um, that's no that's crazy. but it is great because yeah. you you can you uh can wear whatever you want. Exactly. You just, you're, you're comfortable. You can take as many takes as you want. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, you're not going to break the bank if you screw it up. Exactly. It's, it's very nice work. <laughs> it is. And then um, one day I got uh, a call for Puss in Boots and. Mm-hmm. Um, was that with Antonio Banderas? And no. What was that? What was Actually, Puss in Boots? the uh, lead of Puss in Boots is Eric Bauza. And he's this amazing, you know, voiceover artist. Uh-huh. And, um, he's done lots of things. He was just emanate, uh, nominated, uh-huh. excuse me, just nominated for a daytime Emmy for nice. Boots. Boots. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, he's, he's incredible. Like to watch him, mm-hmm. he, he can do so many voices. He does actually a couple of the voices, like different characters mm-hmm. other than Puss in Boots. And one of the most amazing things to watch is a scene where, um, you know, he has to have a fight with another character that's him. And to watch him go in and out. You mean of, uh, just with one take? He goes back and forth. Oh yeah, You're with kidding. one take, no. I mean, yeah, we'll yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, we'll do it over, but sure, sure. you watch him, and he's just—he's going from you know Antonio to this other person, very different, very distinct, different voices. Wow. Oh yeah, I just watch them in awe. I'm like, I don't. I, what am I doing here? You know, he's incredible, and um, I get to work with Lorraine Newman yeah. from wow. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I know she's wow. amazing, and. Uh, I, oh, I hope I don't butcher her name, but Jema Mays. Oh, Jema. Yes. From, oh, yes, I know Jema. Yeah, yeah, I've been out yeah, to dinner she, a couple times with Jema. She's so, so sweet. Nice. She I is love so her. sweet. I love her. Yeah, and, and I guess uh, she. Uh, I know Adam too. Her her husband. Yes. I think they're. Okay. Are they having a baby? Did yes. I just read that. Yeah, oh, she's so about nice. to have a baby. That's so great. Yeah. So um, everybody, you know, everybody involved is super amazing and talented, mm-hmm. and it's it's awesome to be a part of it and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very fortunate that they just were like, yes, this is what we want. And they hired me. And and you're still doing that. That's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. um, I do it every so often. I go in the studio. I just did an episode um, last Thursday. Uh So, yeah, it's just continual and they keep releasing. And I believe they only release five at a time to kind of keep it Mm -hmm. fresh and keep going. And how far, how far ahead do you book? Like in in opera, we book stuff usually a year out or something. What's your schedule like as an an actress? I mean, is it just catch as catch can? Is it just whatever comes next? It is, unless you're a certain type of actor that gets a schedule. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, no, um, when it comes to work, it'll be like day before, two days before. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah, that's that's kind of why. God, that seems so stressful. It's hard to have a life because... You tell people like I can do this maybe. Yeah. But it's worse with auditions because mm-hmm. auditions they come they can come that morning mm-hmm. and then they're like okay show up there in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But um, once you book a show, at least you know the time frame. Uh-huh. You can say okay from this day to this day I'm out. Um, but 
it, yeah, it can be really And you hard. never want to say no. I mean, if you say no, yeah. then somebody else is going to do it. And exactly. You know, what if that takes off? Exactly. So you can't really take vacation very often. You do. You have to, you have to decide at some point. Like I, I had to decide at some point what was more important for me because, um, I had a really, really amazing, um, audition for meet the Fockers mm-hmm. and it, coincided with a family vacation and we never take a vacation as a family uh-huh. this is like back in 2004 with your sisters with my sister everybody. my mom my dad and my mom is disabled uh-huh. so i mean to get her on a plane and to go to Ma- it's the big it's, it's a big, a big deal yeah and you know i had these amazing rounds of auditions and everything was great and i got on a plane and i landed and something said just call your agent Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my gosh i've been trying to reach you i'm like well you knew i was on a plane Mm -hmm. and he's like you gotta come back and back then i was like okay so i spent a week there it was supposed to be a two to three week vacation i spent a week and i came back and even though the casting director and the director were amazing Mm -hmm. they they really were um it didn't work out and it it kind of made me sad a little. It devastated me a little bit. But it also made me realize that I'm like, I got to prioritize what I want to do. You yeah. know, like, like I got to take a stand at some point and say, okay, this is my family. This is a vacation. Yeah, yeah. And I got to, I got to. That know. is so hard it's as an hard. artist, though. I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, every every month I've got a mortgage. I've got yeah. insurance. I've got, and, and it's not steady work. So yeah. it's, it's, you've just got to, I don't know how we do it. I mean. Just have to squirrel it away, I guess, when you make it, and yeah, and uh, how long can you live that way, though? I know. You know? Well, it, you know what's hard is is, um, it's very demystifying because at, when you see it as the actor, because people on the outside might go, "Oh, wow, you're doing this and this and this and this," mm-hmm. but to me, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm doing this and this," but how many months have gone in between that? And so that last check is carrying me to this check is yeah. carrying me. And it's only really when you can hit something big that lasts a while. That's right. Then you, then yes, you're going to live way more comfortably. That's than you right. Did. But for the most part, you're just, you're just living, you know, you're just trying to make things work and, and keep going to auditions and yeah, trying to save when you can, but right. it, it right. can be hard when you're just, going from show to show and the, yeah the other thing that's hard is maintaining relationships like maintain yeah. like a romantic relationship for me was really hard until i decided to just settle down in la and mm-hmm. do film and tv and chorus work and step out roles when i get them yeah i do some gigs in the summers um but when i was traveling mm-hmm. i i mean it was it, it was really hard it yeah. was really how do you deal with that do you i don't um I mean, you're I mostly in town now, yeah? I'm mostly in town. I did a lot of traveling when I was younger, and I was doing theater and things like that. Yeah. But now, um, you know, I've been with the same guy for five years. Uh-huh. And is he an actor? He is not. He's not. I think that's why I've been together. All right, so let's no. go back. How did, tell me about how you guys met. What's his deal? We met at a coffee bean. You did? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, I came in, and... I had brought a little like um, iPad to read from uh-huh. and he was at the next table over and um, he's not too internet savvy or technologically savvy. And well, was he because he's like 70? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very like he's okay. Italian. And All he's, right. He's very like European and Got he's but, you know, old world. <laughs> um, but he's I promise he's not 70. He's like 68. <laughs> no, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, 
but uh, he, you know, the Wi-Fi went down. I mean, this should show you. I'm. I thought I was technically savvy until this happened. The Wi-Fi went down in the coffee bean. Yeah. And he became confused about it, so he saw me reading on the iPad. Thought my was mine was working. Yeah. And asked me to help him. Well, I come over to the table to help him, and we're sitting there, no joke, for about 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like, why isn't this working? And then the guy, the uh, one of the waiter or the baristas come over and goes, oh, the Wi-Fi's down. So. Oh, and you'd forgotten that you were I just reading what was on your iPad. Seriously. I was just, I, so there you go, folks. I know nothing about technology. Um, but it was in that 15 minutes that as I'm trying to help, he starts asking me questions. I start asking him questions. And then... Um, once it got fixed, he, he you know asked for my number and he goes, "Hey, would you just like, like to- that?" Yeah, he just was like, "Would you like to go out sometime?" And I said, "Sure." And it started from there. What? And yeah. And what what is he? What line of work is he in? What does he, he do? He is a driver. He drives like um, you know, he's driven for like Dancing with the Stars, and he drives like some celebrities, but he also drives just regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and he also pilots small planes. What? Yeah. That's awesome. He's a pilot. Yeah. Did, did you go up with him sometimes? No, I'm afraid. No. I you, are like you really? Small planes. You won't do it. I don't. I'm scared. I've I've been in small planes. They scare me. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. I what does like he fly? Them. Like little Cessnas and yeah. stuff like that. Well, he can do like six to eight seaters, and then he's working on his commercial, like the big ones. You're kidding? No. He's so working. he's he's really serious. Oh gosh, yeah. Wow. If he if he could do one thing, it would be that. It wow. Would be that or teaching it, but yeah. And yeah. you take him to premieres and then do yeah, all that he, kind of stuff? Yeah, um, what has he gone to with me? I mean, I haven't really had anything happen since i known him, like, to go with him. Yeah. But, um, but like, but, you know, when I first met him and would talk to him, he didn't, he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't know what it is, so mm-hmm. he doesn't really care about it. Yeah, well, I yeah. tell him I get a job. He's like, oh, that's cool. He's just now realizing, having been with me, and, um that the more stuff I do, he's like, oh, okay, so this is important. So yeah, yeah, is, yeah. You know, but you know, he's so cute. He's still he's still in the mentality that, like, I go to an audition and I don't get it. And he's like, but you went. You just showed up. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't work that way. They don't just – he's like, well, they should give you something for your time. I'm like, it, it, you're hey, cute. Your supply of rice aroma. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's awesome like that. And, and, and we have a really good time together. We're always laughing and – we we go places all the time and, and you guys live together. Uh, for the most uh, part, kinda, <laughs> it's getting there. You keep, it's you keep, you keep your separate yeah. spots. I see. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, but um, well, it's been five years. I mean, geez. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, the the also the thing is he where he lives. Um, it's better. It's better for him uh, right now, and so I think we're good. I think we're moving to that place. I mean, he's there every night. You don't have kids. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. I don't, I don't say I'm no. I'm still not sure. I don't say no. <laughs> <laughs> After, you know, your third one, you'll think about yeah, it. No, it's all right, Maybe, I guess. Maybe, you know. Um, yeah, I haven't really... I, I used to say no. I will say that. Yeah. I used to say no, and then I met him, and now I'm like... Wow. No, I'm not... No joke. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's fun-ish. Most <laughs> of the time. No, it's great. I mean... I, you yeah, love it. Having kids is great. Yeah. It's. A, I mean, but it does... It really changes... Uh, I don't know. It changes your priorities. It's mm-hmm. not like you make... It's not really like I've made sacrifices. Yeah. Um, but you just end up... You know, like I haven't no. bought a new shirt in six months. You know, you just... <laughs> I don't know. You just kind of 
think yeah. about other things. That's about you. it. And that's a great thing about living in LA. Yeah. Um, with but with what we do, both mm -hmm. of us, uh, all my work is in LA. Yeah. It's a great place to live. I don't have to really travel that much. And mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you can do it. You it can is do it. possible. <laughs> I think it's possible. I always, I always let whatever will be, be. I would, I would never not welcome it. Yeah. I would always be very grateful for yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. happens. Yeah. I welcome it. Do you it, have, you know. uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the ultimate goal for you? Like if you in, in five years yeah. with your career, where yeah. would you want to be? What's the, what's the. I think, um, or do you even think that way? Is that something that you think? I about? don't really think about it. If I'm, if I'm pressed to think about it, yeah. like for now. example, somebody asking me right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you be a series regular? Would you want to be in more feature films? Would you, what well, the well, I am now a series regular. Yeah. So, um, so I guess for five years, my hope and goal would be that this show is doing well yeah. and I'm in a house. Mm -hmm. You know, um, with my guy and mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and I'm just living and working. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, that's yeah. And welcoming anything that comes into it. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But um, yeah. you're doing well. Yeah. I mean, what what's your contract like now? Do you know how long it it, it no, goes for? How does that work? Well, um, OK, so. The Mick, which is the show that just got picked up. Great trailer, by the way. Just watch oh, it. It's really you. cute. It's really funny. <laughs> thank you. Um, we we just found out. We just found out a couple of weeks ago. We got picked up, and then um, now we found out that we're mid season. Yeah. So we'll start February, and so are you scheduled for like seven. You're you're scheduled. How does that start? You're scheduled for I think it's what they call their cycle. So. Mm -hmm. We'll start somewhere. I mean, right now it's it's done. Like contract started. Yeah, yeah. Because they picked it up. But like, um, so how many episodes do you start with? Like on a new series, oh, generally. Well, hopefully thirteen. Hopefully, okay. you know, we get thirteen to twenty-two. Okay. Um, we haven't been, or I haven't been given the word what that's going to be yet. Right. But we will start somewhere in August, maybe filming, and then just go from there. And if it does well, then we get the back order if we don't you know we don't you know and but where does that shoot here and i th it's gonna i think it's gonna be here in la here in la yeah do yeah. you know who where i mean is it uh, they haven't no oh, they nothing. haven't given us anything anything no no I see. so it just um it's just celebrating the fact it's happening yeah, and no kidding. seeing the trailer come out and starting to see promos for it is is awesome no kidding so yeah yeah that's great carla yeah well you. i really want to thank you for coming oh thank you it's really nice me. to see you <laughs> And uh, yeah. I wish you nothing but success. Oh, thank you Thanks. so much. <laughs>